The reasons to treat yourself to a frozen drink from Mickey D's go on and on and on. It's more than a drink. It's a Mickey D's drink. Your new flavor craze is here. From sweet and fruity frozen Fanta Wild Cherry to the classic cool of a frozen Coca-Cola to the tasty and tart frozen Fanta Blue Raspberry. Get any size for $1.59. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Good Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Three Essential Questions. My name is Pam Myers. My co-host with Three Essential Questions podcast is Erica Yoakum, virtual assistant extraordinaire. <laughs> um, and we do this every Thursday, minus holiday times. Um, so we weren't on the last couple of weeks, um, but we are back time off. Yeah. Time off, right, yep. Yep, everybody needed a little downtime, I think, with all this chaos going on uh, and, and getting through the holidays this year. Um, but anyway, we do this every Thursday morning. It broadcasts live on several Facebook channels uh, from 9.30 to 10 o'clock. And we have a different guest every single week that shares their views on, and answers for our three essential questions. So that said, our guest today is Rachel Sams. Rachel is the editor-in-chief with Albuquerque Business First. And Rachel, welcome. Thank you so much for joining our podcast this morning. Thank you so much for having me. Um, so our, our first question of the day is, or the program, is what have you learned about yourself during this whole COVID pandemic? That's a great question, and I definitely have learned a lot. I want to just take a moment today to acknowledge uh, we set up this conversation months ago and have been looking forward to it, and now it happens that we're speaking the day after an armed insurrection in our nation's capital, and I'm certainly feeling shaken up. I'm sure that you all are, and uh, many of uh, your viewers are, and uh, feeling a lot of things, uh, and I... Um, one thing that I am holding as I think about these events, I re-subscribed to a newsletter called the Anti-Racism Daily. And the newsletter's subject line today was confront white supremacy. This is who America has always been. So that's something that I am thinking about as I think about what are my next steps in the work that our country needs to do, the work that I need to do personally and professionally uh, in that. Um, so thank you for the opportunity to say that. And thank you for your question about what I've learned about myself during this COVID pandemic, these almost 10 months that we've been in. One thing that I have learned is that I don't have to know where the end is to start moving forward. I'm one of those people who loves to consider everything from all sides, uh, who can take a long time to make a big decision because I want to gather information, think through everything. And there were just times last year when things were changing so quickly as a result of COVID that I did not have that ability or that luxury. One example, we uh, at Business First, we publish, a, uh, we publish daily online newsletters and a weekly print edition full of news. Oh, we froze. She'll be back. Yeah. Unstable Wi-Fi happens to me all the time. Seriously. Yeah. Yes, me too. I hope it catches up. Did y'all lose me? Oh, I think you're back. There you okay. go. There you go. Yep. <laughs> Sorry yep. about that. So um, you, 
you were just saying Albuquerque Business First started a. Yes, we are a um, weekly uh, print edition and daily online newsletter. And um, we had to quickly shift our production of our paper to produce a paper fully remotely. When we were not working in an office, we were working from home. Oh, wow. We had done our online newsletters uh, remotely many times, but uh, print production totally remote was new. That was one of those things where if I had had all the time, I would have introduced one little change at a time and measured how it went. And instead we needed to do it in just a couple of days. And so we did it, we did our best, we pulled it off and we learned from that experience and continued to learn from it. So that was a great lesson that um, sometimes you just have to move forward and kind of see where the end takes you. Um, another thing I learned about myself is that I can be more vulnerable than I thought I could with my staff. Mm -hmm. I just oh. found last year that, and you know, still now and probably forever, there's just so much more of like who we are as people and the things that we're struggling with in our lives that comes up in the course of doing work. It's unavoidable because the stressors on all of us constantly are right. so great with this pandemic right. um, and all that's happening in our world. Um, and I'm a pretty reserved person. I'm an introvert. Uh, so sharing some of what I was going through and um, working to help employees uh, who felt the need to talk about what they were going through is not something that um, always has come naturally to me. And I wouldn't say it came naturally, but it needed to happen. Um, so uh, we we as a team um, and I uh, found that that happened and that we, we could be there for that. Um, so that was a great lesson as well. Right. That's you. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. That's a, that's, that's a that's a huge thing to to learn, to discover and work with, really, right? I'm I'm sure that made a huge difference in your level of engagement with your with your staff. It just really changed the tone of it. Um our yeah. conversations uh, daily um just had a different feel and quality to them. Yeah. Well, I would imagine less top down and more like we are a team we've got to get through this you know what's your suggestion today because i'm at a loss about what we do now right. you got it erica we, you know we're in some situations where there are no um there are no blueprints and there are no <laughs> okay, who has the duct tape and who has the sharpies <laughs> exactly <laughs> oh my gosh yeah i can't even I, uh, so many of these, we've talked to so many businesses now and, and um, you know, talking to like restaurants and things like that. And, you know, you, when you don't do it day to day, I can't even imagine like remotely producing a newspaper when, so you're not in the thick of it. And then somebody says, oh yeah, we had to produce a paper, a physical newspaper remotely. My brain goes, what? <laughs> wow. Cause that would be like, and then you gotta, and then that's gotta go. And then who does, you know, I feel, you know, like it really opens up. It opens at, I've learned over and over again. Like, I don't know Jack doo-doo about most of what goes on behind the scenes in so many businesses. So this has been really enlightening to go, right. I hadn't even 
imagined you would have to think that through. Absolutely. So it's it's been brilliant. So how how have you responded to this situation? Yeah, there has um, <laughs> there's been a lot, right? A lot of adjustment of how I respond to things and a lot of constantly evolving how I respond to things. And one thing building on what we just talked about um, is more of my time and effort than ever now goes into um, those personal relationships and those mm -hmm. discussions with my staff. Mm -hmm. It's that is it's a, more of a priority uh, than it ever has been for me. I mean, of course, that's always important, you know, working to make sure that my staff feels comfortable talking to me, working with me. It's just it's more of the day and more of the week um, than it ever has been. And it's the thing that when I finish the day, I want to feel like I at least tried my best to acknowledge anything that anyone um, shared that they were going through that day. That um, the work is the work and it's essential and it's important. And, um, you know, we have to come to it as human beings in order to do the work. So it's I've worked it into the regular meetings that I have with my employees in new ways. Um, and that's not to say that I always get it right. You know, it's, it's a constant, a constant experiment, a constant effort. Uh, another way that I have responded to COVID is um, really working to center the experiences of business people and how they're dealing with COVID and our coverage. Uh, mm -hmm. One project that we did last year was reporting on um, literally following some local small businesses, talking with them regularly about what they were going through at that moment with COVID. We did a series following uh, five small businesses called Small Business Big Mission. And the business that I followed and uh, still am following is Nexus Brewery. Mm. And so from the very beginning of that project in April, every single week I had a conversation with Ken Carson of Nexus about exactly what he was going through and what Nexus was going through that week. And that was a conversation that I always prioritize. It's essential to me to be able to do this work and lead this newsroom to know what business owners are going through every day and to um, really hear it firsthand from them. And as different things come up in our state's um, fight against COVID and our nation's fight against COVID, how that's impacting them. Um, so that is another way um, that I work to respond to the COVID pandemic uh, as well. Oh, amazing. Yeah. I've always given, I've always, cause I'm from the, I'm from the West coast and I'm from the, you know, the big city ish area. And so I've always given New Mexico a hard time about this whole Madonna attitude. Like you're 20 minutes late for a meeting, you're on time. It's just very counter to what, how I grew up and all that. But what it's, what this whole thing has taught me is compassion and just to cool my jets and make sure that the person is okay. Yeah. So it's kind of changed. It's skewed that, impatientness in me and made me realize that if somebody's answer my email in a couple of days there could be something really going on that i just need to chill out about and it and really is my email so important over what might be going on with them no i can wait <laughs> it's right been, exactly i think you're know, like relearning a different I mean, it's compassion, I guess, but it's a different kind. And it's also patience. Yeah, you know, that's why they say don't don't pray for patience because God doesn't give you patience. He gives you 
areas and times where you can practice patience. I like and that. I'm like, okay, so <laughs> I don't need any more practice. I'm going to stop talking because I don't need any more trial before me. <laughs> practice patience. Thank you. That's too funny. I probably need to practice a whole lot more patience. I have not gotten, and and you know, I think it's funny uh, because we both grew up on opposite coastlines, but we both have the same mentality of, okay, get things done, right? It's business first and, uh, but I, I commend you. I, I need to practice that more because <laughs> I've not gained that. <laughs> yeah, I just had a situation where somebody disappeared for the entire month of December, and I thought, oh, you know, that's like really bad. This is the person who do this one actually turned out to be she just took the month off and left, and I was like, yeah. you left? You got to go somewhere besides your kitchen and your <laughs> your dining room and your laundry room? Uh, but yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, it, it's really been, but I've, so I've been trying to temper all of that knee-jerk reaction uh, with, oh, slow down and think. It's not my reason. And there probably is always a reason, but now I, this is making me more conscious of the fact that I'm not the center of the universe. <laughs> and that, you know, my business needs are not the top priority in everybody else's lives. So I, it's been a it's been a real reminder, weirdly, of that. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's yeah. Certainly that's, that's good. <laughs> so, so how do you see how do you see yourself coming out on the other side of this, Rachel? With, with one big priority for me uh, is to build and rebuild connection. Mm. Um, Definitely uh, 2020 taught me how much I need connection, um, you know, in my personal relationships, in uh, our uh, reporting with sources, how essential that is. Uh, and like I mentioned, I am an introvert. And so COVID has really reinforced some of my toughest tendencies uh, where you know, sometimes I uh, can feel isolated or uh, not necessarily reach out to keep all of those connections alive. Um, so building and rebuilding those connections is big for me this year. And also, um, as I work to lead uh, Business First Newsroom's efforts to more accurately reflect the full diversity of our community, um, and more accurately reflect the ways that our community needs to change to be more equitable and how our community is trying to do that. Um, I have to think about what those relationships that I'm building in the community um, should look like and not just for me, right? A relationship is not just one person, it's meeting the needs of everybody involved. So as I'm uh, reaching out to different groups and trying to think about what kind of coverage uh, we need to do, I am working to not so much go in with an end goal in mind. That's something that I'm very prone to do. You know, when I reach out to someone, when I have a conversation, I know how I envision the end goal. But that might not be the end goal that the other person or people in the relationship need or want. Uh, there might be a totally different story to tell in a community than the one I am reaching out to ask about or call about. 
Um, so a priority for me this year is building those connections and going into those interactions, trying to be as open-minded as I can to what right. is needed from me and from us. And then it might be something really different than I think it is. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's been an interesting, uh, I, I love that you say that. And it's been interesting for us doing this podcast and hearing uh, all the res the different responses from the various businesses that we've interviewed. It's really been, what would you say, Erica? It's been an eye-opening and a really great experience. It's been, yeah, again, it's, it's, when you don't, when you're not, it's given us a chance to, to walk in other people's shoes. Right. Just to, to, to see behind the curtain and see, oh, that's what it takes to run your business. And that's what your challenge is. And, you know, because a lot of people are very good, especially when you're a small business person, you have the, you know, when you're talking to people and hey, how's it going? Oh, it's going great. Everything's going great. But, you know, not really. I'm having issues here, here, and here, and and I think, I think that th this whole shared experience has made a lot of us say, drop that, and so and say, how's it going? You go, you know, <laughs> it's been really challenging, but you know, this has been really, this has worked out fabulous for me. I'm a virtual assistant. I've been trying to tell people for 11 years that we can do meetings on Zoom, and I people go. No, can you drive all the way to Rio Rancho and meet with me? <laughs> okay. This is your time, Erica. <laughs> so, you know, it's it's really, it's yeah, it's been very, this whole shared experience, I think, has really made people communicate better and be more honest about what yeah. is really going on with their biz and, and themselves. And, yeah, I mean, we kind of have to, right? Because if we're... Right. In, in, in taking your microcosm of your team and going, okay, so who's got the, who's got the hangers and who's got the clippers and who's got the duct tape, you know, we as a, as a community are doing the same thing. How do Absolutely. we get, how do we get the, the inoculations out to, I, oh, this was great. It was like, if we get locked down again, give the Amazon drivers the, the shots. The entire <laughs> nation will be inoculated by next Tuesday. <laughs> right so I mean, we had a, but at least somebody's thinking about you know well how does the best work we're, we're all looking for our our duct tape and sharpies to figure out how to make this all continue working and hopefully the small businesses are not going out of business because they they got to shut their doors or they're pivoting to start you know whatever doing things differently it's it's been really cool to see so many of these small businesses do these pivots and and be able to keep their people and be able to keep the doors open. It's been very, uh, uh, truly inspiring to watch this community come together, come together and figure it out and reach out to their next door neighbor and go, are you okay? I haven't mm -hmm. seen you. You know, your tree's hanging over my yard. That's okay. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Not that big a deal anymore, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Priorities are different. Right. <laughs> so, well, thank so, you for you know, yeah. go ahead. Yeah. Are, are you, no, uh, so Rachel, if somebody wanted to reach out with to you and um and continue a conversation or say, hey, how can I interact or whatever, what what's the best way to get a hold of you? Absolutely. Let me see if I can remember all the platforms. Um, <laughs> one easy way is to email me. 
It's R Sam's, R S is in Sam, A is in Apple, M is in Mary, S is in Sam at bizjournals, B-I-Z, journals with an S.com. So rsams at bizjournals.com. Um, can also follow me on Twitter. My uh, professional Twitter handle is ABQ Biz Editor. Um, I'm on LinkedIn. Uh, I'm also on Facebook. So uh, yeah, there's a, a few ways to get a hold of me out there. Awesome. Very yeah. awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much for being a guest on the podcast today, Rachel. Really enjoyed talking to you. And thank you for bringing up um, and mentioning all the events of yesterday because it's important to give credit to to mention that. Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, I don't. I'm not sure how I feel today. I'm. I'm kind of like I'm looking at the news, but I'm trying not to let it suck me into the vortex of craziness that it can do. I mean, I know people who went offline yesterday, like stopped working because they had different monitors up and were just watching everything that was going on. I think that would be me. I, that would involve a lot of alcohol. And I just, I really can't, to, to just cope as a coping mechanism. And I just can't afford that. So right. I, I, I tried not to spiral into any conspiratorial thinking and everything else. Just trying to, I want the facts. I want it clean and crisp and clear. And I want to understand what's going on and move forward. That's not too much to ask for, right? <laughs> Thank you all so much. <laughs> Thank you all so much for the opportunity to talk today and for the conversation. Uh, I really enjoyed talking with you. And uh, maybe there's a whole other podcast to be had on navigating very intense news environments and, and news consumption and how to manage through that. I wow. like that. I like that idea. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we can use that for sure. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Rachel. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> Bye. What does 25 cents back on every purchase mean to you? A free lunch? That gadget you've been eyeing? A night out with the fellas? With your Premise Perks checking account, you get 25 cents back with every purchase using your debit card and zero ATM, overdraft, or annual fees. With this completely free account, you can watch the money roll in with every swipe and find the freedom to go further with your cash. Premise, the bank that gets it right. Premise is a member FDIC. ATM transactions do not count towards debit card rewards.